Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. We are holistic infant and child sleep consultants with a background in early childhood education. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. And I'm Heidi. I'm also an early childhood educator and the owner of Blossom Early Learning. Join us as we chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode about swaddling. Hi. Thanks for joining us again. I'm here with Pam. Hi. And this is me, Elisa. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk all about swaddling, why you may choose to swaddle, as well as some safety guidelines when it comes to swaddling. Perfect. Let's jump in. So when we get started, swaddling is definitely something that can be really helpful for our little, little ones. So we're talking infants, you know, the zero to three, four-ish months in in there. Some can go a little bit longer, some is a little bit less. Some really don't like the swaddle, but it is something that there's a lot of benefits to the swaddle. And if your little one doesn't seem, you know, super content all the time, as swaddling can or seems to be struggling with sleep, uh, you know, moral reflex, any of those things, swaddling can really help them uh, feel safe and secure. Yeah. So when they're in the womb, they are just naturally all snuggled up between the uterine walls. This helps them feel calm and secure. And it's what they're used to for a lot of the time that they're in the womb. Yeah. So when we pop them into a nice secure swaddle that recreates that womb feeling that helps settle them that can help them fall asleep easier you know we're we're trying to get them to sleep um and if we're trying to put them down that's when that moral reflex so that's when those arms kind of come back and that fear of falling that and they can also that swatting themselves they knock themselves feel so bad when my babies would like punch themselves in the in the face one of my guys really took a took a fist to the eye at uh, one point and I did feel quite bad. Uh, they seem to be fine with it, but when you're laying them down, that, that swaddle can help with that reflex and being able to keep them settled when you are putting them down. Exactly. The swaddling also helps getting them into their own space. So again, that moral reflex, but at the same time, they're feeling that safe, that secure, that snuggled in. So when we're transferring them, say off of us or from in our arms into their own sleep space, they can not always, but they can take to it a little bit better if they are still in that tight swaddle. That's yes, I know for my son specifically, I had such a higher success rate transferring him when he was asleep, when he was about, you know, a month, two months old, a newborn baby. I had such a higher success rate transferring him to his own bassinet after he fell asleep in my arms when he was swaddled. So it can really make a huge difference. And for some babies, that moral reflex is really defined, whereas in other babies, it doesn't seem to be as much of an issue. So it really depends on your baby and your little one. But having that swaddle, like Pam said, can really help them feel secure, like they're still in the womb, because when they come out of the womb, all of a sudden, they are not in that little confined area anymore. And they're out and they're just getting used to the world around them. And so much is different out of the womb than it is in the womb. So recreating little things like that can really help them settle at times. Now, not all babies love the swaddle. And there, it is one of those things that we 
some babies just aren't going to take to it, but it's one of those things that it's not a one-time try. You, you don't want to swaddle your baby. They start to cry and you're like, that's it. We're never trying it again. A lot of babies need that swaddle and then that movement, that shushing shh, to be able to come to terms with being swaddled up again. Um, but typically once they, once you kind of do those added pieces, your little one will tend to settle in from there. But definitely if they seem upset when you're first trying it, keep going. It is encouraged to keep trying because it is super beneficial and they do tend to react the first couple of times. They may not love it right away, but if you kind of stick with it for a few minutes, they typically calm. Exactly. So when you're actually in the act of swaddling them, that's not really an indication of whether they like it or not keep going, like Pam said, and chances are your baby's going to like it. So my son, I mean, when he was two and a half, three months old and he, he did like to be swaddled, of course he started fighting me on the routine to begin with, because he was realizing that this routine means sleep. It didn't mean that he didn't like to be swaddled. It just, he needed that time to just adjust to it afterwards. And when he was a newborn, Sometimes he would cry when I would put the swaddle on other times he wouldn't cry when I would put the swaddle on. So just keep going with it. And then when you do those other actions that follow that, the movement and that calming jiggling that can turn off that upset and just make them relaxed and calm when swaddled. Yeah. So some great tips for upset babies as well, because this is one of those things that when babies are really upset, we offer that swaddle the shush the jiggling and that can really help settle them so it can be used for a lot of great reasons there are some guidelines though we want to make sure that that swaddle is tight so if you're using a blanket you're really there's some great youtube videos that really show how to get that tight swaddle around the top part of their body we really want to make sure that there's no loose blankets but then that there's also movement in their hips one of the challenges is that if we bind them too tight around their hips, we can start getting into some hip displacement. So we always want to make sure those hips are moving. And the swaddles only used for sleep. We're not playing in the swaddle. We're not hanging out in our arms in the swaddle because to integrate that moral reflex, they need to experience that moral reflex for it to, to start to integrate. And if they're swaddled too much during the day and at non-sleep times, it can take longer for the body to integrate that. Yeah. And then they're not getting the proper movement that they need as newborns to, mm -hmm. you know, not like they need a lot of tummy time or anything like that in one spot, because they're typically not really awake for that long of a period, but you don't have that, that option if they're always swaddled. Exactly. Oftentimes it can be challenging with a blanket to get a swaddle that's tight enough and that won't. Oh, I was apart. awful. I was awful. I could not swaddle my babies with a blanket. Like it was like I was the worst swaddler and they were Houdinis because they were out in half a second. And I was like, this is it. This is the good one. I was like, nope. And you're already out. I could not. I was not successful with blanket swaddling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we do have a swaddle that we really, really like. We're going to pop the affiliate link into the description below. It is the nested bean Zen swaddle and they have a few different options depending on your needs, but they've got the, the swaddle classic, which is just that Velcro swaddle. So you put the baby into it and then you can wrap it around and it's Velcro. So it ensures that you get that nice tight fit. And then there's a pocket inside 
or a little um, pouch inside that you can put your baby in if they're smaller and then it, it grows with your little one because then you can put them in it without the pouch so that you're securing them inside and then you don't have to worry about those loose blankets. And the best thing about these swaddles is that they've got a little bit of a weight on the chest. So it's very lightly weighted, but it mimics the feeling of a hand on them or that contact mm-hmm. that newborns are craving so much. So when you are working on trying to put your little one down into their bassinet or crib while they're sleeping, then this can help a little bit because it's mimicking that touch. And they also have different types, as I mentioned. So they've got the Zen one classic as well. That is little tiny arms but then you can take the Velcro off. And then when you're transitioning, which we are going to talk about in our next podcast to no swaddle, then you can take that one arm out and it makes it really, really easy for your little one to transition from being swaddled to just being in a regular sleep sack. I really do like the Nessa Bean products. So definitely check them out. So now when do we not swaddle? Because this is the one thing that We really want to make sure that when we're doing things, we're doing it safely, we're doing them properly. And swaddling is one of those things that there are times when we shouldn't be swaddling them. So bed sharing is probably a number one. Uh, We need our little ones. If you are going to be bed sharing, we want them unswaddled so that they have access to their arms. If somebody lays in the bed, it's not going to roll them over. They'll have their arms and legs to be able to brace themselves. So making sure that if you are sharing your bed with your newborn, that they are not swaddled. Yes. And if you're putting them in the car seat, they're not swaddled because you want to make sure that you're getting that nice tight fit, which you can't do if their arms are inside and they're all bundled up and swaddled up already. So you want to make sure that they're safe in their car seat. So that would be a time where you would not swaddle them. Instead, you could put a little thin blanket over top of them after they, and kind of swaddle it around them Mm -hmm. after they've been put into the seat, but nothing that is coming between the actual seat belt and your baby. In a swing, you can swaddle if, again, you want to make sure that the strap is on them and that they're nice and secure in there. But in a baby swing, that's one spot that you just have to be careful. You just need to be watching them. So you want to make sure that if you do swaddle them inside of their baby swing, that the the swaddle isn't coming up over their face. That's one Mm -hmm. thing we really want to watch for. We want to make sure that that chin isn't touching their chest. Or, you know, their head is down in that position because that can cause them to have that positional asphyxiation, which we want to be avoiding. So the moral of this story is just watch them when they're in the swing. And if you can get a swaddle and still put them into the seatbelt and make sure that they're secure in there and nothing seems to be in their face or positioning is correct, then it's okay to use a swaddle in a swing. But there may be some instances where you won't want to swaddle in a swing, depending on the type of swing that you have. We really hope those tips helped. There's a lot of benefits to swaddling and and hopefully you get to reap some of those benefits. If you uh, keep going, use some of these tips, hopefully that works for you. Before we go, 
when to unswaddle we're gonna have a whole episode coming out next that chats through the unswaddling and your tips for that but just before we go we tend to need to unswaddle as soon as baby starts to show that they're starting to roll we don't want them to be rolling in a swaddle so just FYI if you start swaddling that's your cue to unswaddle uh, start the unswaddling processes when they're starting you're starting to see that they're getting close to rolling or they're starting to roll here and there Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.